that's our that's our range. Hi. Hi. I like that range. Hello. Welcome. 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 Hello. Welcome. Hello and welcome. Hello. Welcome, audience, to Media Boat. <laughs> I mean, one more time. <laughs> Hello and, and welcome, welcome to, to the another Media edition Boat. of the Media Boat podcast. <laughs> don't even on we that don't one. even have a proper intro at all. We can't even right now, guys. We can't even. It's okay. We never even. We always odd. It's June the and 8th. And we double down. <laughs> it's June the 8th, 2016. Yes, it's 68. It... Hint, 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 hint. No. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Um... Nope. <laughs> Tomorrow is 6th the 9th. That's not a thing. No, so. it's not a thing. It's not, it doesn't work. Uh, so <laughs> this is the Media Boat Podcast. We talk about the media. We talk about movies. We talk about film wait same thing wow what the hell is happening right now this is just falling apart before our eyes matt do you need um, coffee music i had coffee this morning yeah but what about right now no all right also i'm out um <laughs> no i asked you that when we went to costco i know it's okay you thought you had some it's okay i thought i had more okay. uh so yeah this is the media podcast we talk about movies we talk about television we talk about music and we talk about video games and everything in between. Yep. And um, uh, we got I'm a lot. Matt. I'm on mic. We have a lot to talk about. It's my mic. Uh, we're probably <laughs> it's probably going to be our longer uh, podcast. Uh, not if we keep going. So movies. Oh, you're going right into it. Yes, box office. Box office. Last week we cl- said, "Hey, I bet that." Uh, what did we say? You said pop star. Yeah. For some we, reason. No, no, I didn't. Remember, we both agreed the pop star was going to underperform. Oh yes. You said X-Men would... No, uh, I no, we were aligned. No, we weren't. We were aligned. I remember this. Because we, we I said Ninja Turtles. That, uh, what, no, what was it? It wasn't Ninja Alice Turtles. in Wonderland. It wasn't uh, Alice in Wonderland. It was... It, it, but I, that was it. I said X-Men was probably going to... I think we decided on X-Men. Uh, I know. You decided on X-Men. Because I know I decided on Turtles. Because I said it was yeah. new. That's right. It was fresh. But I, I it took X Men because I knew that X. Uh, I figured. No, no, you're right. I think we were in alignment with uh, uh, Turtles. Yes, I think we were. If you roll back that tape, I th- don't think we disagreed this week. You know, I meant to go back and listen to make sure I wrote down what we said, yeah. and I completely forgot about well, it. Well, I'm pretty sure that we, yeah, we agreed that X Men was going to take number two. It wasn't going to carry over. Right. So. We were right. Well, we were right, but then we were also wrong because we said yeah. uh, X Men made eighty million last week. Mm-hmm. Half that is forty. Unfortunately, we forgot to add that Monday was also in that total of last week. This is true. So, so we should have done twenty-five half of the weekend of the weekend total. Yeah, which minus was thirty, Monday. which was about twenty-eight thirty. So it only did about that much. No, it did less. Wow. It has sixty-six percent. X Men Apocalypse. Gross. Has sixty-six percent dropped to twenty-two million. So uh, we're dancing around this, but yes, uh, Turtles uh, yes. was number one this week. Yep. Only thirty-five million dollars though for making number one. Yeah. Off a hundred and thirty-five million dollar budget. So I was right when I said last week that nobody's going to see movies this weekend. Yep. Nobody saw movies this weekend. Yep. It was pretty dead. And Alice, what was Alice's drop? Um, Alice surprisingly was in fourth. Uh, with a uh, 10000000 million, 60% drop. What was third? Me Before You. $18 million. Really? Yes. Huh, okay. Wonder where Popstar fell in that range? Oh, God, I don't want to know. You don't like want to know? 10 or something? 10? Close. Eighth. Ugh. How much did it make? Uh, single digits. I was going to say, I saw really low estimates. I saw eight. 
million. I saw lower than that. I got 4.6 Ugh. million. Ugh. But it's okay. Think about it this way. Hot Rod in its entire run only made 15 million. Fair enough. And it's better when you consider that apparently the budget for Popstar is only 20 million. That, that, that the entire help. budget. That does not help. I know it doesn't help, but that's crazy low. Well, considering, yes, considering that it went up against a $135 yes. million budget movie, yes. Right, that's crazy. And a $15 million, uh, Crazy talk. Tw- uh, sorry. You Before You was also $20 million, though. Yeah, I remember I was talking to you after we saw it that it was, like, the shortest credits I've seen in a long time. Yes, we were wondering where all the money went. It's just like, no, that that's just it. It's like, that's how much money, money, that's how much movies would cost if they weren't packed full with CG. Oh, by the way, we saw Popstar. Yes, but uh, should we talk about that now? Uh, usually I save it for the end of the reviews. Uh, yeah, I guess, but I don't know. Sometimes we don't. Yeah, sometimes we I don't. I feel like we're inconsistent with our plans. We are, because we talk about where the... Unless it's number one, we like well ran into it. That's true. As to why it's number one. Yeah. This is down there. But I feel like we should tell them that of all the movies that we just talked about, Popstar is the one to see. Yes. Because all those movies suck. Um... <laughs> Please, Except for Popstar. Please go see Popstar. Also, please go see the... Was it yes Men? What? No. The Nice Guys. Oh, yeah. Apparently that's okay. Yeah. Apparently those two movies are the only movies in theaters right now. Not based on anything. <laughs> They're original IPs. Original content, guys. Go absorb it. Go spend money on it. That's the only reason... That's the only way we're going to get more original content. You watch original content. So go watch those movies, especially Popstar. Yes. We'll get to that in a sec. So what else do we have to talk about So uh, box office stuff? First, first thing, uh, first, speaking of original movies. Yes. Uh, the next big original movie coming up is Swiss Army Man. Okay. Now, I've seen, I've shown you this trailer. Yes. It's Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. Right. Or rather, a dummy Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. Well, this is put on by uh, A24 Pictures. Uh-huh. Really great uh, company. They do uh, really great indie pictures. They did uh, Ex Machina. Right, yeah, which yeah. was a big, big was deal for them. The big deal for them, yeah. Got them a lot of prestige. Yep. Got them an Academy Award. Yeah. Or um, a special effects. Yeah, among other things. Yep. So, yeah, good. So they're on fire right now, is yep. basically what you're saying. It's yep. like they're, they're on a roll. Because they're on the roll, they, they have uh, some money to spend on uh, this movie because yep. it'll be their next big budget. That's shame. Well, big budget, I say. Big budget. <laughs> In quotes. Uh, so, uh, some of their marketing for Swiss Army Man, which I highly implore you to go see. This movie looks amazing. All right. Besides paying me to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did not pay you. I just went, full disclosure, we are not sponsored by anyone. Not yet. If you'd like to sponsor us, please give us a call, but we are not sponsored. Also, you. email us. <laughs> also, yes. Also, Twitter us. Also, like also, and subscribe. No. <laughs> <laughs> not at the end yet. Uh, yes, but... Uh, on uh, Swiss Army Man's official website, you can play with Daniel Radcliffe's body. I'm sorry? Say yes. that one more time. On the Swiss Army Man no, official website, part. you can play with Daniel Radcliffe's body. You do what with, with Daniel Radcliffe's body? You can play with <laughs> it. You can play with Daniel Radcliffe's body. Yes, uh, because Daniel Radcliffe basically plays I just Swiss Army s- Man. I just want to say that sentence as much as possible in this podcast. You can play with Daniel Radcliffe's body? Yeah, you can. Okay. Okay, cool. We can move on now. Yep. Uh, that's on their <laughs> website. Also, uh, in order to promote the movie, uh-huh. um, I saw that uh, in New York, uh, during one of the bus tours, Yes. actual Daniel Radcliffe 
was sitting next to the fake dummy Daniel Radcliffe. That's confusing. Taking pictures and posing people. Wait, and wait, wait. Was Daniel Radcliffe taking pictures or was dummy Daniel Radcliffe taking pictures? No. Dummy Daniel Radcliffe was sitting on the bus and people were coming Correct. up and taking pictures with them. Yes. And then being surprised by actual Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, was he like hiding? Yeah. Okay. So he would show up and be like, oh, look. I'm actual Daniel Radcliffe. I'm going to sit down strategically next to dummy Daniel Radcliffe and see if anybody notices. Yes. Got it. This is smart marketing. And then did anybody play with Daniel Radcliffe's body? Yes, they did. Okay. Of course they did. It's Daniel Radcliffe. Of course they did. You always play with his body. What's the what cards gets humanity card? Touch my body? No. Uh, oh. For Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Should we say that now? Uh, if I remember it. <laughs> or do, do your research, guys. Look it up. It's too hot for TV. Daniel so, Radcliffe's orifices or something? Something about his um, delicious something. Uh, not delicious asshole, right? I think it is. <laughs> I think Daniel Radcliffe's delicious asshole? Yes. That sounds like it, it could sounds be like it. a Courage Against Humanity card <laughs> yes. because it is a Courage Against Humanity card. Yes. Yep. All right. Let's stop talking about Daniel right. Radcliffe's asshole. Yep. Um, uh, oh, um, <laughs> okay. Moving on. Please. I did some more research on uh, that Dwayne Johnson movie in okay. China. Apparently, that bidding war was won by Legendary. Okay. A.K.A. the Wanda Group. Sounds right. Because they're in China. Yes. And uh, the official name, or at least the title for the script, is okay. called Skyscraper. Sure. Extremely boring, but okay. You know, it'll. It, it, I see why they would go with something very one name, very one note. simple. That works. Yeah. It's a movie. you got to market it. Yeah. That probably plays in other languages, too. Probably. I mean, it's Dwayne Johnson doing action yeah. Not a whole lot of dialogue, just a lot of action. It does action actually, plays. when I think it does kind of evoke a, like an action movie, the name Skyscraper. Like, yeah. the name Skyscraper is one of two things. It's either it's either a action movie or it's a disaster movie. Now, it's not to be confused and I think that with it, Skyline. Oh, yes, which is different. That other terrible, right. like, knockoff movie. Yeah. But yes, this uh, movie does, will play well with uh, action-heavy audiences. I think so. Okay, uh, up next, Star Wars, Episode 7. is finally out of theaters. You can stop going to theaters, guys. <laughs> you can stop own it on Blu-ray. For the 15th time, you can watch it at home now. Yep. And uh, presumably in September, you can watch it on Netflix. Yep, presumably. That's the we don't know yet, because uh, mm -hmm. Disney, Netflix, big deal happening in September. They did say they did drop the LucasArts name, and that can only mean Star Wars, right? Right, but At that could point. also mean Star Wars Clone Wars, Star oh, Wars TV show. Right, okay. I wasn't thinking about that. I just read that as Force Awakens. It could also mean Indiana Jones. It could also mean their back catalog. You're right. Yep. It could also mean Howard the Duck if we're going to go real broad here. And who doesn't want to see Howard the Duck in 2016? It could also include uh, THX 1138. Yes. It could also include American Graffiti. Ooh. It could also include... Um, <laughs> what other deep cut Lucas joints can we list right here? Red Tails. It could also include <laughs> Red Tails. Good call. That is the deepest Lucas cut. Yes. The one movie wow. nobody saw. Yeah, Red Tails. <laughs> Sorry, Terrence Howard. No Damn. one saw that movie. Damn. Good call. Yep. Oh, I pulled that one out of nowhere. <laughs> it was a pull. Um, okay. So, yeah, that could mean anything. Yeah. Okay, let's move Anyways, on. Anyways, uh, Star Wars ends its domestic run. Yes. 168 days. Yep. Nine hundred thirty-six million didn't quite hit that bill. Uh, it will hit the one billion though when it does do a re-release because 
Surely when it does re-release, it's going to at least have uh, 64 yeah. million behind it. I think they do a, a double feature uh, to. Force Awakens uh, Rogue One. Uh, they have to because... Oh, wait, with Rogue One? Yeah. I don't think so with Rogue One. No? No, because Rogue One takes place between four. It takes place before four, but not But does it seven. really matter, though? Star Wars and Star Wars. No, I think it matters. No? I think it matters. Then what do you think they're going to double feature it with? Rogue One? I don't think they no. will. No! Force Awakens. Oh, eight. Oh, okay. Obviously. When you said re-release, I thought you meant this year. No, not this year. Okay. No, no, they're going to re-release it with uh, episode eight, obviously. <laughs> I don't know about obviously, but sure. Okay. If they don't release it with episode eight, I will eat my underwear. Okay, we need to if we're gonna make this actual <laughs> bet, we have to meet parameters. Okay. So when you say with episode eight, do you mean theaters will have a limited engagement where you can see both movies back to back? Yes. Or do you mean in a more broad sense, like a re-release happens in the same month or two months of episode eight's release. No, I say they do it back to back. Okay, I will take that bet then. You will. Yes. Okay. Why? Why are you so like? Because I'm, I and you uh, as well were alive, obviously, when they did the 1997 special editions. Correct. Correct. How they did those is they re-released them in a staggered. Form. Yeah, they released them month by month. It was. January, yes. February, then March. Also, my knowledge about how they've handled Star Wars re-releases in the past, like, say, during the 80s, or during, uh, like, yeah, during the 80s when they would, after the trilogy was over and they would do re-releases, they were always by themselves. Here's the thing, though. You're pulling from 20 years ago. I am. I'm going to pull from three, five years ago. Okay. No, what? Three years ago. When Avengers first came out, they did a Marvel also owned by Disney, did a special feature of mm-hmm. all four movies leading up to The Avengers. Okay. Even in even for Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, they did a special. You can see all seven movies. Yeah. Or just Avengers right. and then Avengers 2. You're right. Even, okay, I'll go even more recently. In the future, about uh, three weeks from now. That is recent, they, in the future. Yes. They will do a re-release <laughs> of Independence like Day. Or they will do a re-release of uh-huh. Independence Day right before... Independence, Independence Day, Day. Resurgence. Okay. Uh, okay. So, yeah, what we're doing basically is we're, I think we're both right. It's just that we don't know whether they're going to do the more modern Disney approach or the traditional LucasArts approach. I'm uh, sorry, LucasFilm, I should say. Did I say I, because... Was the, I calling it LucasArts earlier, by the way? You're calling it LucasArts. I, I mean LucasFilm. I knew you were being sorry. LucasFilm. Just to, just to clarify before people all get angry. but Yes, people are getting angry. People. Yes. Get angry. Those are air quotes on both those words. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I'm, I, that's, so I don't know which, which model they're going to follow. But I still will take the bet. I want to see you eat your underwear. Now, so. <laughs> no, I don't know which one they will do first, though. Okay. That, that's, another, that's another question. So we need to establish that as part of the bet, then. No, no. My bet is that they will re- release it together. In any form. In any so form. you're saying that at any point, if there is a double feature... Oh, Ooh, another parameter we have to establish. Do you mean in any situation, or does this have to be set up by Disney, or does, can this be set up by an individual theater? You mean like... Like, uh, for example, if the Alamo, Alamo. frickin' Drafthouse decides to do a double no, feature. No, That because, doesn't count? No. It has to be a Disney delineated... It has to like, be a wide release. Like, there has to be an ad on TV that says, go see Force Awakens and the Force 
shits the bed in the same this theater at the same time. It's my best subtitle right now. Uh, episode eight: The four shits the bed. Star Wars episode. Yes, eight. Ryan Johnson will shit the bed on this. <laughs> Pardon my fist. But yes, why are you obsessed with that right now? What? You texted me that earlier. Pardon my fist. Yes. Oh, cause I was gonna hit him. Uh, you should be Pitbull. You know I hate Pitbull. Sure pitbull. Yeah, so part of my fist, but I'm going to hit you right now. You're an asshole. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Wow, we were good. We are way off base. Okay, so yes, I will make you that bet. You'll eat your underwear if they do not. Disney does not release a double feature back to back in theaters. When Force. When Force Shits the Bed comes out. Yes, when Episode 8 comes out. <laughs> yes. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Good deal. Deal. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> this is the best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, Warcraft. Yeah. That's, that's a movie. still not out. <laughs> that's still not out yet. Jesus but Christ. Here's the thing, though. Uh, right. When I went to the movies yesterday, they were doing a pre screening of it. Okay. Or advanced screening of it. I hear it's no good. You heard wrong, because apparently every. Well. Okay, you know, sorry. Let me back up. I hear critics don't like it. Yes, that's the thing. Critics okay. don't like it. Yeah. But apparently everyone else who sees it agrees that it's exactly what they want in a movie. So it's exactly what you think it is, is basically what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's exactly what you think it okay. is. Okay. Because I it's think it's basically movie. like, how can we make a fantasy movie that's kind of Lord of the Rings light? Yeah. For summer. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think it is. Okay, so it's exactly that? It's exactly what you All think right, it is. All right, cool. I don't need to see it then. Check mark. Yep. Not seeing Warcraft. Well... People in China saw it all right. Okay. Well, one, it did it in China. Right. Two, it had the highest midnight showing. Damn. Uh, breaking Fast and Furious 7's oh. all-time record. Okay. With abysmal $8.4 million. Wow. Which doesn't sound like a lot. Doesn't sound like a lot. No, but when you translate that to yen, it's like 115 or yen. Yuan? Yuan, whatever. Y- I don't know how to pronounce that. It's like Y-U-A-N? Yeah. Uh, it's Chinese, Chinese currency. Yes, Chinese currency. There you go. Yes, Hong Kong currency, whatever. Uh, yeah, $8.4 million opening midnight. <laughs> and apparently people over there like it. Okay. That's it's just it. for some reason the critics here don't. So uh, are we calling it now international hit domestic bomb? Uh, Pacific Rim style, yes. Yes, that's what I'm guessing. International hit domestic bomb. Yep. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Glad we had that talk. Speaking of Pacific Rim, Ooh. roll right into As this. I always am, because Pacific Rim is awesome. Yes. I'm going to establish that on this podcast. We like Pacific Rim. Yes, we actually do. We can agree on this Yes, movie. we can agree on Pacific Rim. Uh, speaking of Drifting. Pacific Rim, and also speaking of Star Wars. Okay. Star John Boyega. Yes. Well, now Star- Oh my god, is he in Pacific Rim too? You took the words right out of my mouth. Yes! It's the best news I've heard all day. He will... Uh, his character supposedly okay. is um, Idris Elba's son. Yes, because you know Idris Elba dies. Spoiler alert! In Everybody's Rim. seen Pacific Rim. By yes, now. if you haven't, it's on HBO Go. Check it out. It's great. Or actually, I think it's even on Netflix now. Isn't it Hulu? No, I think it's on Netflix right now. Ooh, yeah, I think Pacific Rim is straight up on Netflix. Nice, watch it. Check it out. I could be totally lying, but I'm pretty sure it's on some sort of service. Anyways, um, other news of Pacific Rim 2. Okay. Uh, director was announced. Okay. Stephen S. DeKnight. 
Okay, what has he done? Have you ever heard of him? That's why I'm asking, what has he done? He's done TV. <laughs> really? So he's not a film dude. Sorry, he's been a producer writer for TV. So he's never directed? He's directed episodes, <laughs> so, but not a feature film. So again, he's never directed a movie. No. This is his first movie. Yes. Got it. His first feature-length movie. Yes. <laughs> As opposed to, That's you know, a short, a short movie. Yeah, yes. a short-form movie. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. Because the Oscars <laughs> dictate short Because they movies. still say, think they exist somewhere. Yep. <laughs> Lastly, uh, lastly, Your voice news. is dying. Yeah, he's like. Ah. Lastly, news. I have uh, two comic books. One DC. Those aren't movies. Okay, one dealing with DC. <laughs> one dealing with X Men Apocalypse. Those aren't movies at all. Which one do you want to hear first? Uh, the one that doesn't suck. All right. So DC. <laughs> DC has two. Kind of mean. I take that back. Uh, but yes, all DC right. has. So DC two has two movies. New coming comic out book this movies. Summer. All right. Two. Yeah, coming out later this year. First one, as we all know, is Suicide Squad. Right. Uh, directed by David yeah. Ayer. You bet that Ayer, Ayer. <laughs> Put your hands in the Ayer. Yeah. Yes. The second one is the aforementioned uh, animated Batman movie, The Killing Joke, that I keep right. talking yes, about. Right, yes, yes, yes. That, that will be getting a one-night engagement on July 25th. Sure. In theaters. Okay. Christia Fandango. That's probably smart. Yep. There is a, probably a legion of uh, comic book aficionados who will go to a movie theater and see that. Yep. Uh, in order to get people in into the theater, there will be a foreword presented by Mark Hamill. That's smart. And there will also be a supposed sneak preview of their next DC animated movie, Justice League Dark. Also smart. Also smart. Okay, cool. Now, the reason I bring up these two movies is because yes. one is rated PG-13. And one is rated is, R. One is rated R. The one that's rated R is the animated movie. Correct. Yes, I knew this. Yes, right up, because we've discussed this. Yes, that's crazy. Yes, how is Iron Maiden movie is rated R over a live action? Well, we'll find out. Well, I mean, you'll find out. I'll find out, because I'll see both, <laughs> but yes. God knows I'm not going to see that crap, but you are. Crap, crap, <laughs> you take your words back, Sorry. mister. Sorry, I take that back. <laughs> now, speaking of crap. Yes. X-Men Apocalypse. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good segue. 20th Century Fox has issued apologies. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, not for like the movie. Like that out of context, right? <laughs> yes. But yes. Not not for the movie itself. Okay. But rather, as they should do for the movie, <laughs> but rather for the... <laughs> Is it that bad? I mean, we'll find out later, but... Yes, I will review it, but oh, yes. Um, <laughs> but rather for the billboard showing Apocalypse choking out Mystique. Oh. Because yeah. it is, quote, violence against women. Damn, that's hardcore. Yes. So you have a fictional character choking out another fictional character... And claiming, and people are claiming it's violence against women. Uh, wait a sec here before, before you go too far with this. So, what is the context? Is this a billboard in real life? Yes, this is a billboard in real life. And this is a billboard in real life advertising. This is a billboard that has been just a second, in New York and LA that is advertising the movie X Men Apocalypse, right? Yes. Okay. So, in the context of the comics, I want to just establish this for people like me who don't have context for this. Yes. Apocalypse is the bad guy, right? Correct. He doesn't like the X-Men, right? Correct. And this Apocalypse. other character, she is an X-Men. This other character Man. is played by Jennifer Lawrence. She is the Jennifer Lawrence character in this movie. Yes. Correct? Correct. Is this a scene that occurs in the movie? Correct. The context for this scene in the movie is that Apocalypse is pissed off at Jennifer Lawrence, right? Correct. Okay. I just want to establish that as the context. So... I understand your argument just now that it is yes. 
a fictional scenario involving fictional characters that is advertising a movie that depicts fictional events. Correct. Where I'm disagreeing with you here, and where I'm agreeing with maybe that this is not the best marketing choice, is that this is marketing! This is marketing for a movie, right? This is advertising for a movie. So what are you selling with that picture? Are you selling, look at the drama in this movie? What I am going to um, uh, submit to you here is that if you wanted to sell that this movie is dramatic and that there is violence happening, you could just do a cool super explosion. You could do some laser fire. You could do, you know, you know, some cool like poses of muscular people. You know, you could do a kick-ass like lady punching punching a wall or punching or. Shooting a gun or something. You mean this? Yeah, something like that. Like Storm doing cool this? electric powers. Yeah, any other thing. Yes, Cyclops shooting a laser. You mean this? But then that's where I feel like there's a weird line. Is if you're selling a movie saying, here's a bro choking a lady. It's not a bro, first of all. You know what I mean. Yes. So you'd rather see this. Yes. Olivia Munn's tits hanging out. Over this. At least there's... At, what I'm saying is at least there's no discussion with some of these other posters, right? Cyclops shooting a laser is what Cyclops does. Yes. And he's not shooting a laser at anyone in particular. He's shooting a laser off screen, per se. Off off poster. Yes. So what I'm saying, though, is that if you're advertising your movie and you want it to look like an action movie, there are so many ways that they could have done it and did do it. Why did they have to have this on a billboard? This was approved by the lead VP of Fox, 20th Century Fox. Okay. Who was a woman. I understand. Yes. I understand that. This was seen as one of the more powerful scenes in the movie. Sure. You want to put Jennifer Lawrence, a character who the audience really likes, in a scene of peril. That's how you're getting this message across. Again, though, from my perspective... This scene... Has been shown in all of the video sure. clips, sure. all the trailers. Correct. This is a common. This is a scene well known in the trailers. Okay, I would still say though, if I am cutting a trailer, I would have to think about the images I'm like yes, I'm putting in that trailer. This that it doesn't image matter whether it's a trailer. Does not come or up the in billboard. the trailers, but only when the billboard shows up. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is I would treat that with discretion, regardless of whether it was a billboard or a trailer. So, I am not obviously saying that just because it wasn't discussed in a trailer, somehow the trailer, quote, got off scot-free, unquote. I'm just saying a billboard is a way more visible thing that people are going to see and drive by every day. So, I am going to take the, the position of the, of the uh, disgruntled. Of Rose here. McGowan? Sure, for example, yes. Because I think that if you, you have, as somebody who is marketing a thing... You have to think about the images that you're putting out there and how not necessarily that one is outright wrong because, again, like I said, I established that I agree with you that it is a fictional scenario being depicted. You're right. But that you can, if you have alternatives, you should consider those alternatives and maybe err towards the side of caution. But the thing is that they did, they did use alternatives, but they and there still are alternatives, but they still used That it. one up is what I'm saying. They considered alternatives and didn't think that this would be an issue. And I think that having it more of a discussion, and yes, I understand it doesn't make a difference that a woman okayed this because 
there's a conversation that could still have happened before this. And there could have been pressures outside, or she may not just have not thought about it. Like it, it doesn't matter about the gender of the person who made this decision. What matters is that we have a discussion about what this could potentially mean to people. And this could potentially be problematic is what I'm saying. Because they're fictional characters. Again, it does not matter if they're fictional characters. This is a thing you're marketing. And if you're marketing something, you have to think about how that will affect your audience. And in this case, there are people in your audience that are going to not react well and not want to see your movie if you are depicting somebody getting choked out. Right. But this movie is called X-Men Apocalypse. Yes. He is Apocalypse. I know. In the, in the theater. But what I keep repeating to you is that there are other images that I would argue do a better job of communicating what kind of movie this is than that image. Yes, and they, they clearly use those And they images. use them, but they still chose to use the one that doesn't, is what I'm saying. And you're saying because they use the one that doesn't... That I think it's good that we're having a conversation about it. Right, that's, why, that's actually why I included it, but yes. Yes. I think, it's a, I think it's a healthy conversation to have, and I think it's good that people are... are people are, are expressing their concern. Right. Oh, uh, while I see their concern, I also see that it is a movie. Again. It is marketing. It doesn't it is meant to matter if up. it's a movie. It's, it matters that it's marketing. You're right. Okay, and if it was a girl on girl, a girl choking out a girl. So, if it was Ronda Rousey doing a scissor leg <laughs> bar. Okay. I knew, on another girl. I knew you were going to use this argument because this is also what the internet does. Right. Is that they always assume that if... Because it's a man society, on a woman? If we have a problem, if, if somebody has a problem with a man on a woman and doesn't have a problem with a woman on a choking a man, that somehow this is reverse sexism and that somehow this is not being consistent with your... Well, because I noticed views. this with uh, Fast and Furious yes. 7. so here's the argument. In order to do a girl-on-girl fight. Here's the counter to that argument. Okay. Context is key to everything. The context here is that the image of a man choking a woman is by societal construct more powerful than the image of a woman choking a man. And the reason for this is because of millennia of context that has supported this as something that actually happens and happens too much. So the context is the power here. It's not the con because if it, the context is changes when you change it to a woman choking a man, the context then becomes. But the woman has the power in that scenario. This is not something I'm used to seeing. This is not something that has that has you know potential societal pro problems. This is not something that we necessarily have to have a conversation about it. Whereas a man choking a woman, the context is, oh, this reminds me of this very real problem we have. This is in, in part of context that has existed for, you know, decades, millennia, you know, etc. It's a problem that we know that exists, and yet we choose to use it in our marketing. That's the difference. Context is different. And this, this argument is for conversations of, of gender. It's for conversations of race. People just are very quick to say, oh, well, you're okay with one. Why are you not okay with the other? But context has to be brought into this this equation every single time. Well, what about this context of two mutants attacking each Again, other? Again, you're missing the point. I don't care if they're mutants. I don't care if they're fictional. This is a character that is depicted as very, looking very masculine and a character that is depicted as looking very feminine. 
So to the average person, it is going to look like a man and it is going to look like a woman. That's what I'm saying. Is it does not matter if they are fictional. You're missing my point. So are you okay with this scene happening in the movie? So in a narrative, if you are telling a story and there is a reason for this to happen, one could make an argument that there is an arc that has to be completed in the narrative of the story. Because the movie is telling a story. That is its main core utility, right? Right. The billboard, its core utility is to get you to see the movie. So it's, the, again, it's a context thing. It's what is this image being used to? Is this image being used to sell? Or is this image being used to convey a narrative? That's the difference. So, <laughs> what did we learn? <laughs> I don't know. What did you learn? I like to bring up stuff for this you more often. Having <laughs> <laughs> deja vu. I feel like this has happened on this podcast before. It has happened. Because yes. <laughs> you, you like making me do this. I do like making you do this. Anyway. Well, I know you're right. <laughs> but I just want you to prove over and over again how yes. right you are. Put, push it, put, put, putting these knowledge bombs out for our audience. Yes. Oh, sorry. Our audience. The audience. Quotes. <laughs> although, although, um, um, although I may have gotten somebody to listen to this podcast. I told them I would email them the link today. So. Well. <laughs> now they're getting get an earful of yep, why Matt thinks the way he thinks. Anyways, all right. Moving on, please. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Something less contentious. We have uh, movie reviews. Oh, good. Awesome. We get to talk. The, get to the fun part now. now so I want to hear the ones you saw that I didn't first. Okay. So I saw Angry Birds, Neighbors 2, and X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> Let's just talk about X-Men now. Okay. Let's get it out of the way while we're Let's talking about it. Let's get this movie out of the way. Yes. This movie should not have been one movie. <laughs> okay. This one movie of those. felt rushed. It's one of those. It's because... one of those long ones. Okay. Here's my problem with the X-Men as a whole. Okay. X-Men First Class rebooted everything. Correct. But then Days of Future Past did a weird, like... Did a weird white... We're gonna link this... No, did new it, franchise to the old franchise. They did, we're going to link it, and then we're going to wipe out everything right. the first three did, yeah. which was back in the early 2000s. Which, in a way, was kind of welcoming, because let's not talk about how bad three was. Well, I'm going to talk about how bad three was, because there's a this lot is also here. a number three movie. Yes. So here's our problem with it. Um, one, should not got rid of Matthew Vaughn. I love Matthew Vaughn during first class. Two, they should have done X-Men Graduate after X-Men First Class. Mm -hmm. Do a separate movie because doing Days of Future Past and retconning everything basically killed any momentum you had from First mm -hmm. Class. And this was a big issue that I had with, with uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah. Even though I loved the movie, it was yeah. great. It was too good of a movie <laughs> that anything following it would have been terrible. Mm, okay. That's why I say that X-Men Days of Future Past should have been the third movie. Okay. They should have had a movie in between the two. I don't care about timelines like, oh, it was in the 60s and it was in the 70s and <laughs> this is in the 80s. Don't care about any of that. Right. They should have been a movie after First Class directed by Matthew Vaughn. It sounds continuing. like it sounds like what you're getting at is that there's too many loose ends tied up in two. Yes. Is that you're basically saying like there didn't feel like that it was necessary to do another one after that. Even though knowing very well that there had the been a third one planned gonna... the entire time. Yes. But here's also <laughs> my thing with number two. Right. That 
Because uh, Days of Future Past at the end had Wolverine walking through the halls yeah. and seeing everyone alive. Right. Oh, you know they're alive. They're obviously going to make it. There is no need for a yeah. apocalyptic There's no tension. event. There's no tension because yes. everybody's doing cool. Right. It's like, everyone oh. survives. Everyone's fine. Everyone is saying, hey, Wolverine, what's up, buddy? Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, you're alive. Kissy, kissy, and makeup. It, with that in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. I knew going into Apocalypse that everything's going to be all right. Because one, comic book movie. Two, they already showed you everything's going to be all right. right. And so that's my big problem with Apocalypse is that one, it should have been two movies setting up how big Apocalypse yeah. is, and two, actual destruction of the world. So it sounds like to me, uh, part of what you're saying here is that it's a bad trilogy. Yes. Whereas the first two movies are really good, but number two does not do what a number two movie should do, which is leave a cliffhanger. Correct. All the best second movies and trilogies that we can name leave a cliffhanger. Star Wars leaves a cliffhanger mm-hmm. in the second Back to the Future 2. Back to the Future. Sharknado 2 leaves it hanging. Yes, the classic Sharknado 2. The second one. Although that's not a trilogy anymore. That's quadrilogy. Well, yes, The Fourth Awakens is now a thing. The Fourth Awakens. It's still so dumb. It is. Um, But yes. Even at the end of uh, Avengers Age of Ultron left you with a cliffhanger of Mm. where is everyone now? Mm. You know, people... The ending of two was too wrapped up for there to be a third one in the same timeline. If they were to continue that story, though, with new characters, mm-hmm. yeah, then you don't know what's going to happen. But that's what I'm saying, that Days of Future Past was misplaced, mishandled, and should have been the third movie. Yeah. That being said, X-Men Apocalypse felt like a big rush job. Mm-hmm. They gave you the... They should have treated Apocalypse like... Disney is treating Thanos. 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 Thanos? Thanos? I call him Thanos. I Thanos. think they Thanos. call him Thanos. Yes. They should treat Thanos. him like that, where he should be pulling, st- where the first movie should be Apocalypse sending out his four horsemen to do battle with the X-Men, and then the, and then the X-Men defeating the four horsemen, only to lead into Apocalypse mm. being the bad guy of the next movie. So, I want to note something that I'm, I'm noticing here. Yes. What you're saying is basically um, you want the structure of the X-Men franchise to be closer to the MCU. No. What I'm saying (laughs) is that because Apocalypse in X-Men is such a big villain that he's not treated like a big villain. Let me rephrase then. What you're saying is that you think that the way that they're approaching the uh, setting up a villain in the MCU is better than the way they're setting it up for X-Men. Yes. Almost as if... That you have gotten so accustomed to the way that they are doing that now, how they're spreading out the material, that that's the way you prefer it. Only only because (laughs) we're dealing with Apocalypse. Right. Only because it's a similar kind of villain. Right, Right, because it's a similar kind of villain. Because, yeah, this is interesting because I was actually just reading... So are you familiar with Film Crit Hulk? No. So he is a... um, I guess you could call him a film critic, obviously. From the name. But he writes like he's the Hulk. So <laughs> he writes in all caps. Yes. And um, he refers to himself in the third person. Okay. He has really great essays, actually, be right up your alley. He writes a lot of essays about film. Um, and his most recent one he did was about how he feels about the current uh, MCU movies, mm-hmm. how he feels about 
basically the entirety of like phase one and two and three of the cinematic universe and his major problem with how it's been going is that the first set of movies were so good at setting it up that he basically talks breaks down about how he feels like phase two and three are disappointing in comparison and phase two become, has been disappointing yes yeah and, and so he's basically saying it's been it's it was something that was had a okay we're getting to know the characters we're getting to befriend the characters by accompanying them on this journey and now what it's become is a serialized almost like a sitcom where now we're just sitting through kind of like act two in a screenplay we're just sitting the two sitting in front of these guys and watching things happen to them and not really having the same connection with the characters anymore because we're not growing with them we're just watching them react Yes. And so it, so it's kind of reminded me of kind of what you're saying here. It's like there's a there needs to be some sort of narrative reason that we care about what happens was, to the events of these characters. Oh, and what it makes it sound like you're saying is that everything just seems like, oh, we have this villain. He's going to do villainous stuff. Everybody's got to be pissed off. But we have no real reason to like, care why any of this is happening. Correct. Got it. I was getting to that because okay. uh, halfway through the movie, uh, when the mansion blows up, I was like, "Oh, mansion blows up again." I stopped caring. Mm-hmm. I stopped caring about the characters. I didn't care because yeah. one, I knew they were gonna live, and two, I didn't care for the special effects. Oh wow! Because you think that would they, that would be the one thing they would nail? You would think so. Yes. <laughs> However, unlike Pan, which was terrible, <laughs> I always reference that as Let's terrible. Let's not talk about Pan anymore. Yes, which was terrible <laughs> graphics. Yeah. Terrible CG. This had good... Uh, Maximum Apocalypse had good CG. Obviously spent the money for it. Except they're rehashing stuff from Days of Future Past. A lot of stuff, a lot of special effects you've seen in previous X-Men. This becomes a problem when you've had three, six, seven, eight different X-Men movies. That you start seeing the same things over and over again and it's not new. It's not fresh. You yeah. say, oh, why don't you do this? Because I know you can do this. I've seen you do this before in this other movie. <laughs> why aren't you doing why it aren't now? Why are you doing it now? Yes. Why aren't you helping with your powers that I know you have? Correct. <laughs> right. That's that's frustrating if you're a comic book fan because you're like, this should not. This should be a cakewalk. Right. <laughs> like, this should be it's done. Like, I know <laughs> what you can do to easily make this go faster, yet you're obviously not doing that because tension and I know tension because movie. However, I'm starting to hate movie because lack of tension. <laughs> yeah. Man, that sounds disappointing. It felt disappointing. <laughs> At the end of the movie, I walked out of there like, okay, um, might not see another one. So, so basically, I don't need to see this? No. I don't think anyone <laughs> needs to see this. If they're going to make another one, you can Iron Man 2 this <laughs> yeah. and skip it completely. Right. Oh, I don't know if you... Sh- I think you can skip Iron Man 2, but I don't think I would skip Iron Man 2. I liked Iron Man 2. Okay, Thor 2. I think you can skip Iron Man 3. Yeah. I think that felt unnecessary. It did. Yeah. 2, uh, I... No, no, no. There's a use case for 2. Yeah. War Machine. War Machine. I think you need to see it for the context for War Machine. Yep. Yeah. Thor 2, you need it for the Aether. Um, sure. I haven't seen either Thor Right. Um, but yeah, I know what you're th- what uh, you're talking about like yeah. phase two seems like a letdown. Yeah, it's at least because... in comparison. But then again, I wonder how much of that is just right. how good those original. Well, it's movies because are. We, everyone expected two, 
at the beginning expected to to lead right into Thanos. Right, and it's not it said it went to out. Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Drawn out. Right, yeah. it's getting drawn out. Because again, movies are a business. Right, and you get more you money have to out of this. Realize that sometimes because people get like you know so bent out of shape when things aren't faithful. But it's like, hey, they have to deliver these movies every year. They have to keep coming up with different ideas. It's not like there's literally like somebody on their back all the time, twenty four seven, saying, "We need to finish keep this these IP. goddamn movies because we need another goddamn movie." Right, because we need to keep this IP <laughs> yeah. in our hold. Yes, this is the only thing that's making us money. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, but yeah, we need to move on because this is getting long. yeah, X Men Acropolis. <laughs> all right, uh, you also saw Neighbors two. Also Neighbors two. Yes. Also didn't need to see Neighbors two. Ooh. Okay. There's a lot of rehashing of the same jokes that Neighbors 1 did. I heard that was the case. Which was Neighbors 1 was great. Yes, I heard good things. I like Neighbors 1. I yeah. saw it with my family, and they all liked it. Yeah. I saw this one and thought... Not so much. Not so much. It wasn't because they were girls doing this. It's because I've already seen it. So it does. It wasn't different enough, is what you're saying. Correct. It's like the t- change of locale, change of, change of uh, gags did not do enough. No. They even... Even in the movie, they did the exact same steps that they did in the yeah. first one and okay. voiced it out saying, hey, this worked last time, let's do it again. Sounds like the hangover problem. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, this did pretty well, let's just do that again. Yep, let's just do that like, again, except with girls this time. Yeah. How can we riff on this formula? Yep. And, nope, didn't quite work. So, um... Although there is okay. a really great, uh, for all you girls out there, ship scene of Zac Efron getting down and nasty. But then again... Then again, you can YouTube that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Like, that's a clip you guys don't have to spend $13 to see. No. So, go for it. Yep. Have fun on your computer. Have fun on YouTube. <laughs> or wherever it may show up. Have fun at dinner. <laughs> ah. Anyways. Anyways, uh, moving on. The other movie I saw was Angry Birds. Okay. Uh, now, I only saw this movie because it fit my time slot. <laughs> wow, what a compliment. And the only compliment I can give this movie mm-hmm. is it looks too damn good for its own good. So it's pretty well made. You could it's say. well made. Yeah. I appreciate the animators. The for the what they did for the material they had to work with, which is Angry Birds, they did one hell of a job. I feel like this is going to be one of those should not win, but probably will win Academy Award movies. No, like a Happy Feet. You know, like, oh shit, Happy Feet won. Remember? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's one of those that's like, there is absolutely no reason. Because there's. Wait, no, Dory. Finding Dory's that's coming a, up. That, what, what I'm going to say is, there is. This is one of those years where there is a strong potential that the Pixar movie could not be great. Because their track record with sequels yes. outside of the Toy Story franchise has not been stellar. And every trailer I've seen for Finding Dory makes. just has given me zero reason to get excited. Right, because it's just all about Dory. They the jokes, put Dory right in the yeah, middle. Yeah, the jokes aren't funny enough to get me like, oh, it's funny. The the plot isn't interesting enough to get me interested. The just the, nothing any of those trailers have shown me has made me be like, yeah, I want to see Finding Dory. The only thing that makes me want to see Finding Dory is that it has the potential to be as good as Finding Nemo. But I feel like that is even going to leave me disappointed because Finding Nemo is pretty great. I don't yes. know if you remember or not. That's a pretty good movie. So the expectations are way higher than what that thing is making it seem like it's going to be. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, is that, like, that sounds like the tier of movie. It's like, 
it's getting kind of better word of mouth than anybody thought it was going to Mm -hmm. uh, angry birds is like yes and so i I wouldn't be surprised if this is some sort of sleeper like surprise this thing is getting awarded um does dreamworks have anything coming out uh is that pets secret life of pets oh yeah yeah that's this year that's the end of this year though i think it's a holiday thing yeah it's a holiday giving so that wait look zootopia is gonna win You're right. Never mind. What are we Screw talking it. about? Screw it. What are we even talking about? Zootopia is a show. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> I forgot that that was this year. I thought that was that. Lo- it feels like it was so long ago. I know. Even though it was this year. Even though it's still in theaters. It's crazy. This has been the longest <laughs> year, and it's only June. June. It's halfway done. Yep. And it feels like it's forever. But yeah, this uh, Angry Birds looks too good for its own good. Yeah. And by that, I mean if you're gonna watch this movie with your kid. Watch it for the animation. They okay. do every feather. Every bird is different. How's the script? Paper thin, really? but that it doesn't need to be. Are the jokes fine? Jokes are okay. Because uh, John Vitti, you know, he used to write for The Simpsons, some of the better Simpsons episodes. There's a lot of visual gags. There's a lot you of know. bird gags. So does it, it have that feel yeah. to it? Because the trailers, are, some of the gags are okay. Yeah, uh, some of the gags work. Um, the Josh Gad character, Bert, does get really annoying. Yeah, that sounds right. Because it's Josh Gad, and he just annoys the hell out of me. <laughs> but then again, he does what he's supposed to do, so I can't really fault him for that, because that's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed that's to be the annoying. He's, he's, he's supposed Josh to be Gad. the annoying sidekick yeah. character. Yep. And I cannot fault him for doing exactly what he's supposed he's to do. He's doing what it says in the box. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Good it's like... <laughs> okay. It's like saying some assembly required, and you get frustrated because you can't assemble it. <laughs> Battery's not included. What's yeah. up with that? Doing our late 80s stand-up routine, apparently. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways. Um, Bill Hader did a solid job in this movie. Oh, by the way, X-Men Apocalypse. Um, Has Bill Hader in it? No. Oh. Does have Bill Hader in it. Damn. But Michael Fassbender does a phenomenal job. He's probably the only standout character really? of that movie, yeah. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender doing Michael Fassbender thing, yep. and he's Proving really it, good at he's it. He's still a, a pinch hitter. For movies everywhere. Yep. Because Jennifer Lawrence did not bring anything to that table, but Michael Fassbender... Did you get a fast boner? Almost. (laughs) Fast chub? No, no, fast boner, because Fassbender. Yes, I know. It's the only way that joke works. (laughs) (laughs) Fast chub. Fast and furious. (laughs) Fast and furious. Anyways. Um, Yeah, but anyways, uh, Angry Birds, you're eventually going to catch this with your kid, probably. seems okay. It's okay to watch. right. But you will beat your head against the wall. So you didn't hate it, except for Josh Gad. Except for Josh Gad. Got it. Yep. Okay. Also, don't think too much into that movie. Otherwise, it starts falling apart real easily. Oh, yeah, sure. Yes, as with most animated movies. As does the Angry Birds game, when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> don't think too much into it, but it. watch it for the animation, because it's, it's pretty good. All right, cool. Now that we've repeated that three times... Let's move on. Let's move on to the movie we're wanting to talk see. about. That you, that you should, should see this see. week. If you're going to see any movie, you should see Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. Because this movie kills on every level. Just a second. I'm going to um, have my cheesy uh, uh, news- high school newspaper film critic uh, hat on real quick. Okay. I never stopped laughing. Ha-ha! <laughs> Sorry. But, but true. This movie is joke after joke it's after really joke. Funny. If you love Lonely Island, you're going to love this movie. If you love the SNL digital shorts, right. you're going to like this movie. So, yeah. 
and I feel like this is a caveat because I feel like there are two people in the world when it comes to comedy. There's there's the person who sees those those skits and be like, "Huh, that's dumb. It's fun, but it's funny." Right. And there's the other who says, "That's dumb. That's so annoying. It's it's so dumb. It's annoying." If you are of the latter camp, don't see this movie because you will hate every single second of it. Yep. If you are in the, the, the former camp, you're fine. You'll love it. It'll be one of your if favorite movies of the year. If you're in on the joke and <laughs> yes. you get it and you get every joke that they make, you're mm-hmm. going to love it. Well, well obviously, because you get every joke. But two, yeah. you have to be in on the joke that, one, this is a mockumentary. Even though it starts at Lonely Island and Lonely Island are well and present throughout the movie, and this movie is... What I'm doing this tomorrow. Movie, this movie is <laughs> worth your time seeing. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, uh, if you're not familiar, uh, the premise here is um, Andy Samberg plays a pop star who is a former boy band member who has broken off from his boy band and done a solo career. And the movie chronicles this um, across his the, the state of his career as he kind of goes from... Uh, a boy band to uh, his new release to biggest star in the world to maybe not so much and his rise and a fall and potential rise again uh, and yeah and so it's it's done in the style of a mockumentary so if you're familiar with this is Spinal Tap um, then you know kind of what to expect here if Except you're not familiar with this is Spinal Tap go watch go this is Spinal out. Tap uh, it still holds classic. up classic uh, but yeah so it, uh, basically if it also helps though to be familiar with kind of the recent like the last five years of concert movies because this is this is key to enjoying this um, and what I'm referring to is you know Katy Perry put out a concert movie uh, there was just Bieber one there was a One Direction there's movie. One Direction one it, you know the kind where it's like here's performance interspersed with some backstage moments of, you know, the boys kicking it, or Katie, you know, doing something silly with her fans or something like that. It's like that. With, like, a little bit of a true Hollywood story tossed in there just for good measure. Yes. Or, sorry, I guess the better uh, analog there would have been uh, VH1 behind the music. Uh, where it's I like, like a true Hollywood story, though. Eh, a little bit both. But, but yeah, and so, and so, but the whole thing, though, and this should be noted, is very much in that Lonely Island style. Of, yes. Here are ridiculous, dumb visual gags. Here are some super, real dumb, like, random references that we're making. An entire song about what is in a man's Jeep, for instance. Yes. It, like, here's an example. Here's a litmus test for this movie. If you think that that is a funny idea, that there is a song written about the contents of a man's Jeep in this movie, if you think that's funny, this movie is for you. If you do not think that's funny, probably save your money. <laughs> See... I think that's hilarious. I think <laughs> replacing every TH with an S because in Spain they say España. So you, have, you, said you make a list bits. of a word. That is one of the better bits. Yes. Uh, the, the, the entire thing is just filled with priceless, super quotable lines and memorable music. Uh, yes, I cannot get the Bin Laden song stuck out of my head. <laughs> It is in there. I keep repeating it. I don't want to, but it's awesome. It's great. I like it. Yeah, it's the whole thing is like that. Oh, and also expect more celebrity and artist cameos than you can even fathom or begin to fathom. If you can think of a person who is relevant right now, chances are they're in this movie, Um, except for maybe a couple of notable exemptions. 
but uh but yeah uh definitely expect to see some real celebrity action it's pretty great yes it's it's full of celebrities uh you can kind of guess the ending but then again you don't really want to you're enjoying the ride. You know, you're what? laughing all the way through it. I definitely had that thought where it's like, oh, I bet this is what happens, but did not at all keep me from enjoying it. You're yeah. right. It's like it's one of those movies where, yeah, it's just there's so much dumb, funny stuff happening that you don't even think about. It's almost to the point where you don't care about what happens. But it's in a good <laughs> but way. But in a good way, exactly. Because you're not there to one care about the characters. Yeah. You're there to, to laugh at, laugh them, at, at their the actors. Exactly. Yes. You're definitely laughing at all the characters in this movie. It's definitely not something that you're engaged in emotionally. No. <laughs> but like I said, in the best possible way. So yes, um, yes, if you're going to see a movie this weekend, definitely see Popstar. Yep, because the other two movies coming out this week are, let's see, Conjuring 2. And now you see me too. Yeah. Now you see me might be okay. Speaking of Daniel Radcliffe's body. And also body. Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, think of Daniel Radcliffe's body. Dude. Daniel Radcliffe's in Now You See Me Too. Do they do they play with do they play with Daniel Radcliffe's body? No. No, not not in that one. They, He's just a fake magician in do that they one. Play, do they play with Daniel Radcliffe's body? I always play with Daniel Radcliffe's body. <laughs> yeah, you do. Anyways. Okay, uh, moving on. Are we finally done with movies? Are we done with movies? We're on to television. Television. So, NBC. Yeah, what about it? They are doing their live shows. Well, well live, they live try. plays. Yes, they tr- they're trying. They're trying. <laughs> because outside of um, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind? Yeah. What? NBC did Gone with the Wind. What? No? Oh, sorry, no, the other one. <laughs> The sound of freaking music. music. Sound of music. (laughs) Not Gone with the Wind. Dude, musical live Gone (laughs) with the Wind would be great. Let's do it. It'd also be way out of context, though. (laughs) Not a musical, also. (laughs) Actually, I don't care. Wow. Well, yes. um, And I'll never go hungry again. (laughs) It's my Gone with the Wind big finale number right there. Because frankly, my dear, I don't give. That's Casablanca. No, that's wait, no, no. You're right. That's, that's <laughs> give a damn. Fair enough. Anyway, here's looking at you, kid. You're right. Thank you. God, that was embarrassing. Moving on. Actually, <laughs> so yours was up. way, way more so embarrassing. We're even. We're even. Uh, NBC's <laughs> next musical is Hairspray Live. Right, we knew that. We knew this. Yes, but they have casted their lead. Uh. Maddie Bailo. Who? Maddie Bailo. Is, is she a newbie or? She's a newbie. You've so never seen her in anything. anything. They literally picked her up off the streets. Wait, literally? Like they just like an NBC van? They just don't, came up, literally, like... they did an open casting call and she won out everybody. She beat out everybody. Wow. And then she also beat up everybody. Well, she could, but. <laughs> it got too quiet. <laughs> 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 she could, but. Yes, Maddie, uh, I want to say it's Bailo. B-A-I-L-L-I-O. Okay, well, good to know. Yep. Yes, uh, for someone. So, look for that name to be thrown around quite a bit, because who knows what might happen with that uh, gig. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have that much of an affinity for hairspray as a thing. Like So, no, not like as a product. As a product. <laughs> I'm sure it does pretty good stuff to hair. I'm totally you, you would not know. Okay with that. I would not know. I've ne- I, 
I have never personally used hairspray, so <laughs> cannot tell you. But I have seen the film, the musical film, Hairspray. I say musical film to differentiate from the original John Waters Hairspray, which I have not seen. Um, the musical Hairspray with John Travolta, I have seen. And uh, Christopher Walken, as a couple. Yep, that's a thing. That was a thing. Um, and yeah, I, don't, I, I thought it was okay, but I didn't love it. So yeah, yeah. it was okay. Moving on, HBO. Now, this is the huge block that you're looking at, but it's really only three things. Because uh, HBO uh, announced three new TV series. Uh, two dramas and one comedy mm-hmm. coming to HBO uh, starting next year. The first one is from Adam McKay. Sure. Uh, it is called Succession. Okay. It is a family drama that follows the saga of a fictional American global media family. Oh, really? I thought it was going to follow a real uh, American global media family. That is not only rich and powerful, but also powerfully dysfunctional. Okay. The project will explore family loyalty, international business, and the perils of power in the 21st century. So, it's Business House of Cards? It's Arrested right? Development. But, with it's like House of Cards and Arrested Development had a baby. Yeah, it sounds like. Yeah. Okay, that actually sounds all right. Yeah. I I might actually watch that because I'm kind of fascinated with like, you know, a media company like media companies in real life. Mm-hmm. So that'd be interesting to see kind of a, because I don't think there's a whole lot of that, um, especially not on television of fictionalizing those because obviously, you don't want media wanna... companies create these things right. that don't want to be seen in a, a, a bad light. But I guess with things now like Empire, you know, making Empire. this more of the the norm. Empire. More stuff like that is totally welcome. I'm yep. I'm totally on board for this. I'm not usually a fan McKay. of Adam McKay. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I forgot to mention that Will Ferrell is also executive producing and might star it. in it. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm not usually a super big fan of his stuff, but every once in a while hits. Yeah, uh, it's on HBO, so they can go places with it. Okay. Uh, that you normally can't. So it could be interesting. Sure. Look forward to it. Uh, second show comes from Catherine Bigelow. Oh. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Sure. Uh, she's doing Mogadishu, Minnesota. It is a what? <laughs> I'm looking for the what. It, it's a family drama. <laughs> are you having are you having a stroke? No. Are you okay? Just saying random words all of a sudden. <laughs> it's Mogadishu, Minnesota. <laughs> a family drama that grapples with what it means to be American okay. among the Somalis of Minneapolis. When the project was put into development, it was described as uh, giving a glimpse into the world of a jihad recruitment. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. I couldn't get a whole, whole no big thanks. read of this. Of this no, uh, thank you. I'm going to pass on that one. Mogadishu, Minnesota? Mog- I'm going to pass on Mogadishu, Minnesota. Okay. Turns out. However, it does sound like something I would order at the bar. I was just saying, it might give me gas later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Mogadishu, Minnesota. <laughs> Like, oh, I had that with a bake, bake Alaska. It was real confusing. Didn't know where I was. <laughs> I guess that was me returning to our 90s stand-up routine. Okay, keep we going. To the keep 90s going. 90s. Uh, lastly, from Bill Hader. The best podcast we've ever done. Yes. <laughs> from uh, Bill Hader and executive produced by Silicon Valley's very own Alec Berg. Okay. Barry. 
Barry. Uh, the show is called Barry. He's the guy that wants to sell me tickets on the radio. Barry's tickets. <laughs> Don't you hate that dude? I hate that dude. You know that's Petros, right? Who? Petros Papadopoulos. Oh, I don't. Former USC and former of the Man Show. He's freaking annoying. Yeah. It's like, it's like he's also from the Petros and Money Show. Get tickets. You get Barry's tickets. So he always hits the B really hard. Yeah. Barry's. Yeah, he's also on the local uh, NBC Sports with uh, Rogan. Every now and then. Wow. Wow. Joe Rogan. Yeah, that thing sucks. Yeah. Okay, so what about Barry? So, Barry, <laughs> co-written by uh, Bill Hader, a centers on an ex-Marine, okay. played by Bill Hader, Great. <laughs> who works as a low-rent hitman in the Midwest. <laughs> Being lonely and dissatisfied in his life, he begrudgingly travels to L.A. to kill someone, only to end up finding and accepting community in a group of eager hopefuls Wait. within the L.A. theater scene. Am I in deja vu? Did you tell me about this thing off the podcast? Yes. Okay, so I have heard this premise before. Yes. I don't know if this works, because Bill Hader, I can't not see him as goofy. And this sounds like this is only not that goofy. Like, this is not goofy funny. This is, like, you know, dry funny. This sounds like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Exactly. That's what you had told me. Yes. That's what I told you, yeah. Yeah, and I just don't know if that's a Bill Hader role. That sounds like a Will Arnett role. Ooh. Wouldn't that be better fit? Because I feel like Will Arnett does Goofy too, but Will Arnett also does it kind of with a weird, like, I'm kind of crazy angle. Oh, by the way, Will Arnett was great in Popstar. Yes, he was. Yes. He's, yes. He's one of the highlights of that. <laughs> Same with Chelsea Peretti. Yes, Chelsea Peretti is great in that, too. Yes. Oh, my God. Just that movie. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like this is not... Bill Hader, I think even when he does crazy, I don't believe him, whereas when Will Arnett does crazy, I 100% believe it. Yeah. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know if this is a great role for him. But I don't know. Well, he's writing himself, so... Yeah, exactly. Bill Hader could surprise me here. Yeah. Bill Hader could write for himself and actually do something decent. Yeah. Or something different that he wants to do, or at least explore. Fair enough. I feel like Bill Hader's been blowing up the last few years. I mean, he was always kind of everywhere, but now he's everywhere. Well, he was in uh, Angry Birds. Yeah. He's in Popstar. Yeah. He's doing this. He's all over TV right now, too. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why. It's just he seems to be popping up in a lot more stuff now. Way after, you know, I thought he had his last big... You know, where it was popping up everything, everywhere. Well, he was in um, last year's big hit, Trainwreck. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I say yeah. big hit with, like, quotes, but yes. But, yeah, I don't know. People saw Trainwreck. Yeah, people saw Trainwreck. Okay. That was good. Did well enough. Yeah. Got Amy Schumer uh, back on top. Or on or, top, you could argue. Yeah. It was, like, more than before. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, cool. I guess. I don't know how that's going to end up, but yeah. worth a try. It's interesting to see. Um, you know, Bill Hader doing Bill Hader things. Or at least doing things Bill Hader wants to do. Yep, as he always does. As, as he should. All right, and lastly in TV, we have uh, a repeat? Not a repeat, but... So, for those of you that like me, like American Crime, OJ versus the people... <laughs> if you're like me, and I know I am... I know I am. <laughs> I know I like me. <laughs> yes. Yes, you like the the O.J. Simpson. Yes, if you like the O.J. Simpson or uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. going to trial. Um, and you want to know more about, say, O.J. Simpson's life, 
more than you thought you did, or more than you would like to care, to <laughs> like or care to know. Because there's a difference. True. Um, ABC, along with ESPN, is putting together OJ, Made in America. It is a five-part miniseries beginning on ABC, premiering this Saturday, and then airing the remaining four episodes on ESPN. And it chronicles the rise and fall of OJ Simpson from his football career hmm. to his post-football career man, to his jail time. They're really milking this thing. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, interviews and the ESPN 30 for 30 style. This almost sounds like a sketch on SNL making fun of this. It's like, you watched... The O.J. Simpson trial. Now watch an entire three-hour special. Oh, eight hours. Oh, my God. It's worse. It's an eight-hour special. an eight-hour miniseries about the rest of his life. It's totally an SNL sketch. Yeah. But it's real, though. But it's real. Uh, That's frustrating. I don't know where all this, like, O.J. love is coming from or, like... Or, I think it's not love. (laughs) Not love, but... It's fascination. I think... Well, I think it... I mean, you could make the argument that it's a a lot of it is 90s nostalgia. Which we've been going through for the last few years now. Right. Everybody is now currently obsessed for... And, again, we've talked about nostalgia on the show, so I won't go into that rant again. But, uh, but yeah, everybody is obsessed with 90s culture right now. Right, because people who grew up in the 90s are now in charge. Because everything comes back. Everything always comes back. So, yes, that means in about five years, expect to have the swing, swing rev- uh, revival revival. Swing dancing? Which is the revival of the swing revival from the early 2000s. Do you remember that? No. Remember the Gap ads? Remember Mambo number five? Yes. Yes. That happened. Yes. I remember that. Remember, um, oh, what's that band? U2. No. <laughs> yes. Yes, when U2 had their swing. No. Um, Los Dos Rios. What's that band? <laughs> no. The Baja Men. <laughs> You're getting closer, but no. God, never mind. What song? <laughs> I don't have time to dwell on this. What song? I don't have time to dwell on this. Let's move on. All right. Uh, so that's happening this weekend. Yes, it is. All right. Lastly in television, Archer, season seven finale. And my little review on it is going to be really brief. My little review. My little reviewer, my little <laughs> reviewer. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Archer, season seven, uh, takes place solely in Hollywood. The Archer gang has gone to Hollywood, and they set up a uh, private investigation agency. Uh-huh. Because they're spies and they can't really work for the CIA right now because what happened in season six? So this chronicles basically the Hoot Nanny Gang. <laughs> yes, I call them the Hoot Nanny Gang. Hoot Nanny Gang. Yep. Uh, Archer and his uh, fellow co workers trying to navigate the world of Hollywood mm-hmm. while slowly uncovering uh, mysteries. Which sounds. And felt a whole lot like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and I will say it again. Wow, God. Yes. How many times are we going to reference Kiss Kiss Bang Bang on this podcast? Okay, it's a lot like The Nice Guys, also written <laughs> that direction. So by. basically, it's Shane. It's a Shane Black It felt like riff. Shane Black riff, yeah. It's a Shane Black thing, okay. Yeah, it felt like it. Shane Black thing. Like, the whole right. season felt like Shane Black. Sure. Shane Black's um, hot right now. Yep. I don't mean so, the person, I mean, like, 
Yeah, weird. I mean, he did Iron Man that could also be true. Shane Black could also be attractive. Uh, I don't know. Well, because uh, he's doing the uh, Predator <laughs> movie, too. So Yeah, so everybody loves Shane Black right now. Yeah, for some reason. Um, but, yeah, so this season, there's like four, I say four episodes that really stand out. Uh, one is a two-parter where they're inside a mansion and then get taken over by a bunch of clowns. Yes, it's as funny as it thinks. <laughs> as you think it is. As you think it is. Uh, the second one is when they try and do a, um, a basic instinct on each other. <laughs> okay. That's the whole premise. All right. And then the third one is uh, obviously the season finale because they always uh, go all out on those. Sure. But other than that, Archer's been kind of running dry for me. It's in season seven. I've seen every episode. Jokes are being repeated, even though they yeah. did Archer Vice, even though they did Archer, even though they're they're running out of options here. Magnum PI. You know, yeah, a lot of people have tried to get me into Archer, um, and I've seen a handful of episodes, and I've definitely laughed at the gags, and I definitely remember telling myself repeatedly, "This is something I should probably just sit down and watch." But at the same time, I have zero desire to do so. Yeah, and I don't, and I've never been able to figure out why. But I think you may have hit on something right there. That it kind of does one thing, and it does it well, but it kind of does it over and over again. Yeah, and I think that might be my problem: is that every episode I've seen of Archer is kind of the same thing. Is they get into a predicament, yeah. they riff on each other, Archer somehow finds his way out of it. And everything goes happy at the end of the day. And maybe it's like I have a tolerance for that on other shows because I've definitely, I know I'm being a hypocrite here. Right. I know that you could probably assign the same thing to, say, Bob's Burgers right. because H. John Benjamin, Benjamin's voice yeah. is the connection there. Um, um, and you could probably make the same argument. But the thing is, is I think I'm more lenient there because I like the characters more. Where the, the Archer has that, you know, that classic problem that I have with a lot of stuff, where is I don't like any of the people. Right. Which you're not supposed to like any of the and, But I know I'm not supposed to. Which is they're doing their job correctly. But that tends to but be a problem irks, for Yeah, it irks you the wrong way, though. That tends to be a problem. Not a problem for Arrested Development. Right, which that's a problem for me, though. But I don't have a problem with that show, and I don't know why it's different. I don't know why... Because Archer is basically Arrested Development as spies. Right. Well, it's, they also have... Uh, down to the point where it's the same the same lady... Jessica Waters. Yes, yes. it's like in that show... And it's like... She's basically the same character. On paper, I should like both of them for the same reasons. However... But I think maybe it's the spy stuff just does not do any favors for me. The the added action? The action does not do any favors for me at all. Maybe that's why. I don't know. There's Which some is, sort of thing. Maybe, because of the reverse. The action is what works for me. See, yeah. When, I, they're do, when they're in the middle of combat and having banter. Could not care less about that stuff. So, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Maybe that's it's what just it is. a yeah. taste thing. Tasting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, you might be heading on to something where Archer, or I forget what happened, but Archer uh, might become a movie. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, no, not like a uh, animated movie. Oh. Live action movie. Oh. Okay. John H. Benjamin sure. <laughs> has expressed interest in John Hamm playing the role of Archer. Yes. Uh huh. In a live action movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's yeah. correct. That is correct casting. Yes. Can't argue that. It, the, it's drawn exactly like it. <laughs> yeah, he looks like John Hamm already. Yeah, he looks like John Hamm. And John Hamm could do that character pretty well. And Aisha Tyler looks like Aisha Tyler. I was going to say, just put Aisha Tyler in that role. 
Uh, what about the rest? Um, J- Jessica Waters. Yeah, it could be herself. Me? Yeah, herself. Who's the other guy? Um, Chris Parnell Chris should Parnell. just be Chris, yeah, Chris Parnell. Parnell. Yeah. <laughs> they already yeah. have cast this thing. Yep, they only got to cast like three <laughs> other characters, and that's it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Would that be the first time? That they would ever do a, like a live action an version of an anime thing with the same people, with the same people. Would that be the first time that's happened? Because I can't think of anything that that's happened. Well, I know that they've done live action. Like for example, action. I guess the uh, for example would be like if they actually had act. This would never happen. But actual Kevin Conroy was Batman. Yeah. Like it would never happen. No, never happened. But but that would be like what like it. Yeah. Like that would be an equivalent. Right. I don't think that's ever happened. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, audience. 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 <laughs> I don't think so. I try to think, but huh? Weird. No. Yeah, and that's <laughs> uh, that's it for TV. Uh, we did denied uh, renewals. Okay. Or rather, stuff that's been canceled. Okay. Uh, Lopez, George Lopez show on that was TV fast. Land. Gets a second season. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was already canceled. No, it had one season. It's already in its second season. Sure. Good job. Sure. Some people like George Lopez. I don't yep. get it, but whatever. And uh, <laughs> the show on Hulu called Deadbeat. Okay. Canceled after three seasons. Wow. Three seasons though. But okay. You're on Hulu, so did a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you did something. Sure, that sounds right. Now we get to our deaths, which this week was rather um, hard hitting. Okay. Pun intended. Oh yeah, that's right. First one is Peter Schaefer. Okay. 90 years old. Writer of Amadeus and Equus. Oh, okay. The playwright. Right. And also the screenwriter right. for the, Amadeus. Their respect. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. He, yeah, uh, I believe he won the Oscar for that. That sounds... Yeah, I think so. Yep. Uh, second death is Kimbo Slice. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. You know who Kimbo Slice I, is? I... I, I recognize that name he's like a so, fighter yes he's an mma fighter yeah weird if you that name sounds familiar for you yeah probably because about 10 years ago when youtube was just starting up you'd go on youtube and watch kimbo slice videos of yeah the big du- big brawly dude with the beard just choking out guys yeah i do remember him involved in something yeah yep so wow former bodyguard turned mma fighter what happened to him unknown causes huh uh leading cause that i saw was that his heart just Gave out. Oh. Uh, the only th- he's only forty two. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, young. that's young. That is young. Mm-hmm. That sucks. And that's really young compared to <laughs> our uh, next <laughs> death, and sadly, the one that probably cuts the deepest. Right. Yep. Cassius Clay died seventy four. Yes, Muhammad Ali. Yes. The great, the greatest. Mister Googly said, Eyes over there said, uh, "For context, oh, yes. we have a poster of Muhammad Ali." In our apartment that Mike, when we moved in, the day we moved in, put googly eyes on. Um, seems like it's a little weird now, but... Uh, yes, but it's, it's, it's him in first round, first minute uh, mm-hmm. pose, knocking out. But yeah, I mean, this is one of those where it's like a lot of, especially a lot of athletes, it's really easy to be like, oh, well, they were involved in this, and oh, did you hear about this shady thing and stuff? But it's really interesting to see in the aftermath of uh, Muhammad Ali's death, no one has anything bad to say about the guy. No. It's like every interview he had, it seemed like he was really intelligent. He was well-spoken. He was, you know, he was... Well, while he did interviews, he did die yeah. of Parkinson's. Right. 
That too, but I mean, yes. like, but like, it seems like nobody hates this mm-hmm. dude. It's like, it seems like as long as he lived, he supported causes that were important to him. Yep, he and left he, and right and all around good guy and one of the better athletes you know that we've had. One of the one of self-proclaimed greatest of all time. And I yeah, and he lived up. And to he was that right. Day. That's yeah. the crazy thing is he said it himself, but he was totally on it. Yep. And I um, mean, I think this is interesting too because. After kind of last year with the with the discussion that we as a society were talking like having about whether boxing needs to be a thing anymore, remember when you know the big prize fight um, between yeah. Pacquiao, um, Pacquiao and, and Mayweather. Um, Mayweather and just how disappointed everybody was in that fight and how we all kind of like had that talk finally where it's like does boxing matter? Do we care about boxing anymore? Mm-hmm. And this is almost kind of like a symbolic kind of tying, you know, that 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 little tying boxing and like a little thing. It's like the greatest guy who ever boxed is now, you know, just passed away. So I don't know what it means for the sport, but we'll find out soon. I'm guessing. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, you said most of it. Yeah. Just- He's one of the one of the greatest athletes. When when you just yeah. start naming great athletes of all time, right? For their respective sports, it's like or in yeah. any sport, actually. Yeah, exactly. What, like, what's that list? Like, it's Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, it's Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Ali, it's um, <laughs> Joe Brown. Sure, um, uh, I'll put Michael Phelps up there. It's Arnold over Palmer. Smith, Arnold Palmer. It's Tiger Woods, I guess. Maybe not so anymore. Maybe not so much anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Pele. Oh, yeah, Pele. Um, yeah. That's your list. Yeah, that's pretty much your list. Give or take list. a few that yeah. were probably... Jackie Robinson. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, that, that's yeah, pretty much you talk about greats. He's definitely he's, in that list. He's in that list. 100%. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, sad, but it seems like... Um, yeah, it seems like his family... Um, yeah, yeah, they had it, the, uh, the, the memorial service recently, right? Um, um, I think... I remember hearing that it was going to have like a bunch of a bunch of people were going to show up to it. And yeah, uh, ESPN was going to broadcast yeah. it. Yeah, so that's probably already happened um, as of this recording. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure it's happening sometime this week. Ha- yeah, it yeah, happened if, if or not, will happen. If not, it will. But yeah, so yeah, yeah it's sad. But uh, yeah, our obviously our thoughts is, are with the family and everybody who was affected by, of course, um, you know, his career. Yeah. So I mean, there you go. He's... Not not a whole much more you can say about right, that. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 we we lost a great guy. Uh, yep. Yep. Okay. Fortunately, we have to move on. Yes. And we have to. Uh, well, someone Thank we also lost was Prince. Right. We did. Yes. So. So the autopsy came back. Yes. Uh, turns out Prince died of an opiate overdose. Stop me if you haven't heard that one before. Okay, I'll stop you. No, I mean like. Uh, I feel like everybody kind of saw this coming. Yep. Because this is. How a lot of celebrities have been dying, especially musicians, over, especially musicians over the last few years, and it's kind of further proof that one, musicians work hard. Yeah, like it takes a lot, especially if you're over the age of fifty. Uh, you're going to be on top. Like, if you're performing the all the time, yeah. you're going to take a toll. It's going to take a toll on your body, and because your bodies just were not built for that, you know, without proper maintenance. Mm-hmm. Uh, two. It's further proof that we have a really major issue in our pharmaceutical industry when it comes to opioids. It in the in the last you know ten years you've seen it spike 
We've seen this become a major problem, especially in major cities. People are getting addicted to these prescription drugs with opioids and go out and seek them in other sources. It's why you have this heroin epidemic in certain parts of this country right now. It's this, it's, it's all linked to, you know, the FDA and regulations. And obviously that's stuff that I don't need to get into right now. Cause it's a media boat. Cause it's a media boat, not political boat. But at the same time, it's good to be thinking about this and, and having such a, a big, you know, star die from this, from, I mean, another star again. Yes. Another star. You're right. Uh, die from misuse of pharmaceuticals. I think this is something that needs to, we need to keep talking about it. This still needs to be a conversation. But not between us. But not between us. No. Because we have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, I'm going to move this around. Okay. Uh, so speaking of uh, old performers. Yes. ABBA. Yeah. They're they, pretty old. <laughs> sure. They're, they've been they around for a bit. Uh, they've been in a group for about 50 years. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Unfortunately, they have not performed in the past 30 Yes. Until this week. Oh, God. Okay, where's ABBA performing? ABBA performed at, in Stockholm for an anniversary, okay. for a 50th anniversary put on by them. Yeah. Yep. Are they doing, uh, did they do Dancing Queen? Uh, as far as I know, they did one song, uh, Me and I. Oh. So, no. So, no. <laughs> however. It wasn't done. However, no one will know because there is no video recording oh. of it, only pictures. Okay. So that, too bad you said they only did one song. I was going to keep going. I was going to say, I was just going to rattle off all the ABBA songs I know. Uh, sorry. But okay, that's I fine. knew if I didn't say it, I you would killed forget killed that it. gag, but all right. I knew if I didn't say it, I would forget it. Fair enough. But yeah, so ABBA, <laughs> they, all four band members reunited. Okay. They did not do this for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which they were inducted uh, like four, right. four or five years ago. Yeah. But for some reason, they all performed uh, this past weekend. Sure. All right. 50th anniversary. Man. Yep. Good for them, I guess. Yep. Uh, they might tour. Eurovision champs, ABBA. <laughs> Back in the day. This is true, actually. This is 100% <laughs> true. But yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, next, uh, I'm going to talk about Blink-182 before I talk about Kanye. Okay, sure. So, Blink-182. <laughs> new song came out today called Rabbit Hole. How's this one? I like it. Okay. All right. Uh, it sounds like really classic Blink One Eighty Two. So 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 far we're two for three. Yeah, I don't, I don't count like swimming pool. First one. I don't count swimming pool. Seemed like that. No one really liked that second one, and this one's okay. Yeah. All right. So far we're two for three. Uh, other news is that their new album is called California. California. Here it comes on July first. Yes. Yes. So, uh, first of July, <laughs> California by Blink One Eighty Two. Right. Yes. Check it out. Um, oh, side note: Rabbit Hole appeared only on Apple Music. Uh-huh. Okay. At uh, AM this morning. Sure. So, Apple Music is still a thing, and they're still getting exclusives <laughs> still. for premieres. Now let's talk about Kanye. It's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Kanye West. Oh, so that would explain why he was trying to do all this then. Oh, what was he trying to do? So. Uh, this past weekend in New York, they had the governor's oh, ball. Oh, yeah, this whole mess. Yes, they had the governor's right. ball. Okay. I now, now you know what, what I'm talking about. about. Now, yes. <laughs> so dumb. So, governor's ball, it was a three-day event uh, with musical headliners. Yes. Kanye was supposed to be headliner for day three. Yes. Unfortunately. Canceled. You not, No, Kanye did not cancel. No, the, the event canceled yes. because yes. of weather. Yes. Severe thunderstorms 
kicked everybody that was supposed to perform uh, at Governor's Ball out. Yep. So, Kanye West is sitting in New York, ready to perform, and he's like, <laughs> well, now what the fuck do I do? <laughs> I know. All my good friends over at uh, Good Lab Mates yes. are performing. At, good being his label. Yes, Good being his label. Uh, are performing at the Hot 97 Summer Concert. Yes. So, sorry. Hot 97 Summer Jam. Yes. In New York also as well. Hot 97 is like our kiss. Yeah. It's the uh, it's sorry, no 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 it's not our kiss it's our um K uh, or K uh, power uh, yeah power. power it's our power power one hundred and six yeah they they have a lot of the same shows yeah a lot of the same yeah yes yes so <laughs> they were having their uh, big summer jam with uh, some of his good lab mates yes. so Kanye being Kanye mm -hmm. decided to pop in and give a performance right. Great idea, right? Yeah. Oh, we should also mention that he invited his fans to see this. Yes. This is the key. This is key. This is absolutely key for what happens. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You can finish this up. <laughs> All right. So Kanye's basically blasts on Twitter. Hey, I'm be Hey, this is canceled. Hey, this is canceled. I'm gonna be performing over <laughs> here. I'm I'm a fixed governor's ball. <laughs> governor's ball got canceled. This is sick ass dopio. <laughs> No, no punctuation. Nope. Because Kanye don't don't use punctuation. Oh shit! Heading over to Summer Jam right now. <laughs> Best be on your way. Fam. Be on your way, a fam, fam in there somewhere. Yes. So Kanye heads over and uh, does his performance. Mm -hmm. You know, does his stuff. Performs with all his other guys. Um, I don't have their names on here. I don't know why. But uh, then later on, Kanye gets the bright idea of. You know what? I want to keep performing. Okay. So he tries to get a second show at Webster Hall. Uh-huh. He blasts on Twitter saying, Concert at 2 a.m. Webster Hall. <laughs> Before anything is ever written, <laughs> anything's even agreed to, yep. he just blasts on Twitter this. Classic Kanye. About an hour later, he says, Oh shit, show sold out. Yeah. <laughs> and then about an hour later, at 2 a.m., he said, Everybody go <laughs> said, Webster Hall has failed us. We need another venue. <laughs> at which point, he calls the mayor's office at like two in the two or three in the morning, saying, "Hey, mayor, can you block off these blocks of streets so I can perform?" First of all, I have a question. Answer. No, the mayor was not awake. <laughs> I was gonna say also not in his office. Yes, I would guess. It's like, it's like I, I, I guess Kanye probably does not have the mayor's personal number. But I don't know. Still, He's Kanye. Shouldn't he know that no one was going to answer that phone? Like he seriously. Should, yes, but it's also the city that it's never fair. sleeps. So that's fair. I will give you that. There's precedent that was not being met. Yes. Yes. So he tries to set up, set up a third concert. It's the best podcast we've ever done. In Trump Soho. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> got it. Which, unfortunately, <laughs> which you know, also ended up not happening. Right, so, yes. imagine being in New York, a fan of Kanye, following him on Twitter, running around New York trying to get to this Kanye concert. Mm -hmm. That is not happening. <laughs> that is not happening. So at 4 a.m., he calls it by going on Twitter and, quote, show got canceled, calling it for a night. Four <laughs> <laughs> ten a.m. A.M. 4 uh, in the morning. Damn so it, Kanye. Dumb. Yep. <laughs> All right. 
And all for Kanye news. Oh, and it's his birthday today. Yes, I mentioned that. <laughs> yes. Kanye's birthday. Happy birthday, Kanye. Happy birthday, Kanye. Go drink yourself. All to he wants super. is a big booty hoe. That's two chains. No, that's both Oh, that's of right, because he's on there. Yeah. Yes. All he wants uh, for his birthday Don't is get a him a sweater, hoe. because he'll just give it back to you and say, do better. But he already has a big booty hoe. Yeah, I know. But before, but when he wrote that, he didn't. Oh, right. <laughs> I guess his birthday wish came true. I guess so. <laughs> and they were all happy ever after. Except for probably two chains. Okay, move on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Please. Moving on. Uh, oh, God. Two album reviews this week. Okay, what do you well, got? I got Popstar album. Oh, right. Yeah, we kind of already talked about this. Yeah, we kind of already talked about this. But um, do you wanna, what are your highlights, I guess I should say? Highlights off of the soundtrack to Popstar. Osama bin Laden. We should note that some of the movie, some of the movies, some of the songs on the soundtrack are not in the movie, but most of them are. Yes. We want to make and it pretty. And reversely, one song that is in the inversely. movie. Inversely. Inversely, one song that is in the movie is not on the soundtrack. Okay. And that is the gay rights song. Right. Yes. The this the song called Equal Rights. Yes. Colin, I'm not gay. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, that song is not in here. Although there is a song in here called "Legalize It." Yes, but played during the credits. Yes, yes, which is that song is great <laughs> about legalizing crack. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I'll... which is written very similarly to um, uh, one of their other songs, uh, which you pointed out when we were, or, or Chris pointed, one of you pointed Chris, out during the the when it was playing. It's like, oh, this sounds just this just sounds like it's. Their other song. Oh, just, Kindergarten. No. Oh, shit. I don't remember. Life Perfect Day. What he said it was. I forget. Yeah, it was Whatever. Chris. It doesn't matter. But he said it was written structurally very similar to another of their songs. Right. Well, anyways, uh, so I listened to this to this album mm-hmm. while I was doing laundry. Yes. Other people are either doing laundry with oh me. Oh, my God. This song comes on. Oh, my God. I get dirty looks from everybody. Oh, my God. They don't realize that this is a... It's a joke. A joke. Right. So when they say legal ass crack, legal ass crack, they're just looking at me like, who the hell is this guy? (laughs) Well, there you go. I'm glad we're uh, I'm glad we're doing such a good job of meeting our neighbors. (laughs) Yeah, we are. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. So uh, when you listen to this album, it is clearly all a joke. Don't take it seriously. So again, highlights. You like. Yes, um, yes, Bin Laden. I like Bin Laden. I like <laughs> the uh, the lead uh, soundtrack off this. I'm so humble. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, I like the ending song, the last song they do. Sure. And then also the the bonus track, Maximus. <laughs> right, which is a a love song to his turtle. Yes. Yes. It, it, that turtle song works on many levels. <laughs> Overall, if you Wait, like that's the, my new favorite sentence. That turtle song, that turtle works, song so, works on so, so many levels. levels. Once again, our greatest podcast ever. Oh my god! Okay, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Nope, please. Nope. Because we still what else do we game. have to cover? Are we done uh, with music? Uh, do you want to cover Tegan and Sarah? I will cover it by saying this: If you liked the last Tegan and Sarah album, Heartthrob, this is like Heartthrob. So what I mean by that, if you are a fan of them. Back when they, before they were an electronic group. Because, <laughs> by the way, if you have been living under a rock for the last five years, you might not know this. But Tegan and Sarah is now a dance pop 
project. They're no longer the folk-tinged uh, indie rock thing they used to be in the 2000s. I just wanted to put that out there, because if you are looking for that sound, this is not that sound. This is very much a pop album um, in the same way as Heartthrob was. However, it is a very good pop album. They were very good songwriters. They are still very good at what they do, um, and it's definitely a unique perspective. They very much write uh, from the perspective of, of lesbians, and so if you are interested in hearing really good, solid pop music this summer uh, written from a unique perspective, check it out. Okay, I just might. Done and done. Done and done. Lastly, we have video games to cover, which most of this we're going to cover next week. Yes. Because next week is E3. Next week is E3, so this is kind of a holding pattern for the industry. Nothing's really hitting right now because they're saving it all up to deliver to you all in one big package next week. Yep. So, so uh, two things, though. Okay. Trailers got released early before yes. E3. Some, some stuff got leaked. Yes. Yeah. We have Un Injustice 2. Yes. The DC button masher fighting game. It's a fighting game. Yeah. It's a fighting game. It's a fighting game. It's like Mortal Kombat with DC. Yes. Uh, the trailer looks like everyone's going to get armored up. Yep. And looks like it. Battling in Mortal I got into a... Um, you might actually be able to help me here. Yes. I got into a bit of an internet rabbit hole when somebody mentioned that the Batman that is seen in that is called Prep Batman. And then I had to find out what the hell Prep Batman was. And that's... Man, that's complicated. Yeah. Apparently, it's like Batman, but he has, like, special powers based on his willpower. Like, just basically on him being a good dude. Think of, basically, <laughs> if Batman had the Green Lantern. Right yeah. Now. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, it seems like there's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of mixed match. It looks like each um, character is going to get a different lantern ring. Okay. And thus power themselves up. Got it. So basically there's going to be like powered up versions of the characters. Correct. Now whether or not this will be a separate character or a thing you activate during a match, we'll see. Right. Like that's, it's that's very much see enough, this as kind of like a super move kind right. of equivalent. But we'll see. see. It's a room, but I can also see it as like a, yeah, a separate um, character. Turbo, like a Street Strider Turbo mm -hmm. boost. But yeah, I'll probably play um, Injustice 2. I played a little of Injustice 1. Um, I really like the Mortal Kombat game, so if it's anything yeah. like uh, Mortal Kombat X, um, I, I'll totally play some Injustice too. Yeah, I'll, if, if they keep the uh, environment interactions with Injustice, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's cool. what works with that game. That's definitely that's cool. Yeah. Also, trailer released Watch Dogs Two. We knew this was coming. Yeah, I don't know about that. It seems like they're going for a very uh, co-op multiplayer approach yeah. with this one, as opposed to the first one, which was very much a single-player affair. We'll find out more during Ubisoft's. Uh, yes, I'm sure Aisha Tyler would tell you all about it during their E3 show. Yes. Oh, by the way, E3 is going to they're uh, if you're going to look for their uh, web streams, it's Sunday and Monday, mm -hmm. not. Running through the week like it usually does. No, no, no. It's always been the uh, it's always been the weekends. No, no, it hasn't. Once upon a time, it used to be Monday and Tuesday as well. Right. That those days are over. Right, because there's yeah. no longer a TV stream for it. Well, also there's no longer two of the major players. EA doesn't, or sorry, not EA. Activision doesn't Activision, do a conference anymore, Nintendo. and Nintendo doesn't do a conference anymore. Right. So that's the reason why we have such a short schedule this year, is because of how many people dropped out. Right, because you have Ubisoft and Bethesda going on Sunday, mm -hmm. and then Sony and Microsoft going on Monday. So basically, Monday is the big day. 
Yes. It's but the ones that also actually on matter. Tuesday, Nintendo will have their Nintendo Direct. Yes, Tuesday. Um, well, well, they're not that, calling it a Direct. Yes. They're having the event where they show Zelda. Right. That, that, that is a Zelda Treehouse stream mm-hmm. is what that is. Yes. But yeah. uh, other trailers include uh, the Xbox exclusive UK Laylee. Ukulele. Yes. Which is the spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. Correct. Made by some team members who used to work at Rare. Yep. It was a Kickstarted project that was 100% funded. Yep. And so we're going to actually probably see gameplay for that. Yes. And lastly, uh, the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 2.8 HD <laughs> Prologue. The dumbest freaking name. Longest name ever. Uh, two point. What the hell does <laughs> 2.8 mean? It's- I know you actually have an answer for this. But I'm just saying as a rhetorical question, the hell, to anybody who doesn't care about Kingdom Hearts, does 2.8 mean? It's like, does that mean it's like almost 3? Like it's 2 plus like 0.8 of a game? It's everything past Kingdom Hearts (laughs) 2, the official game, but not quite Kingdom Hearts 3. I know what it is, but it's like, why even bother with the number? If you're just going to call it 2.8, 2.8, just call it like plus plus, or just call it like... Super they special do. edition or something. They do. Like they have that. final mix. You then just call it that. But that's of the exact games because this is an HD bundle, which is Dream Drop Distance. Then call it HD. 02, and back, back cover. Then call it Kingdom Hearts 2 HD Collection. That's already a thing, though. <laughs> then that's their fault for naming it that way. 2.8 means nothing. 2.8 literally means nothing. 2.8 means. They're not 0.7 things. <laughs> Plus, to add on top of 2.1. They're not 0.8 of a game on top of Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay, well, how about this for a Dumbest. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 HD Prologue (laughs) with featuring Birth by Sleep 0.2 Refractory Period. Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Refraction Passage. Which one is... 358 by two days in. Because that is that is that tier of terrible naming. That's the Nintendo DS one. I know. But what the hell? I know, again, rhetorical. The hell does that mean? I know you actually probably have an answer. Yes, I have an answer for that. But rhetorical, but I don't, you don't want the answer. I don't care about your answer. You don't answers. want the answer. You just want the rant. Uh, it's so terrible. Kingdom Hearts is terrible. Anyways. Anyways. And, uh... <clears throat> To wrap it up, uh, to wrap all this up, last week we mentioned Pokemon was going to have a new uh, trailer. Yeah, not so much. Not, not, not quite. There was no a lot of cool stuff. Uh, uh, it was some basic stuff. Yep. Revealed the legendary names of Solgaleo. Which is the lion. And Lunala. Which is the bat thing. Yes. Also, if you don't get it, it's Gal- Gal- Galileo. 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 Yep. Galileo. Yep. Yes. And Luna Moon. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, the region is called the Aloha. Alola. Alola. Yes. Alola. I'm just gonna call it Aloha. Aloha. Because basically it's Aloha. Wait, if it's Aloha, does it have Emma Stone pretending to be Hawaiian in it? No, 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 no. no. See, because it <laughs> says Aloha when you open it, and Aloha right before you close it. Aww, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Huh. See, it's Alola. It's Alola. And also, we know what the uh, professor's name is. Yes, Professor Kukui. I'm just calling him Kiwi. Kukui. 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 Yep. Professor Crazy Pants. 
Professor K. Uh, with Lily, the mysterious assistant. Right. Who will probably be your rival. One of your rivals. Yes. It seems like it's it's taking the, the, the more recent Pokemon X and approach. Y. Uh, well, X and Y is kind of weird because you've had like four. But like um, right. it, it, the recent, yeah, it's been more, the more the better when it comes to rivals. And this one, it seems that there are two. Yep. You have the professor's assistant, Lily. Mm-hmm. And you also have Howl. Yes. How looks like he's a uh, person who has been living on this island for a while. Lily, however, seems like she's never seen sun in her life. <laughs> like, she literally carries around a parasol all the time. Yep. And she is, like, super pale. So Whereas I don't know what her Howell story is. is. tan as fuck. Exactly. And it's, like, yeah, very much like the, the professor who does not give an F. He is not wearing a shirt. Yep. Which is he's pretty like, cool. I'm a badass because I wear no like, shirt. I don't even wear a shirt while I'm doing Pokemon research. We don't need it. Yep. You don't need a shirt. Also, your Pokedex comes with a Rotom. So, yeah, I wanted to make a joke here because, you know, it's been like, everybody's talking about like, oh, well, I have a living Pokedex. Well, now everybody has a living Pokedex. Because <laughs> the actual Rotom is in the Pokedex. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. I wonder if, um, no, you probably can't use the Rotom in battle. No, probably not. No. I would guess. But I would like to know if this Rotom will actually talk to you. Like, when you catch a Pokemon, it'll actually no. talk to you. No. No? Yeah. I'll that, put money on that. That'd be too that. much dialogue? i put money on that, because no. Because if you consider one of the selling points for Sun and Moon is how many different languages they're translating into, yeah. good lord, that'd be a lot of translation that they <laughs> do not have time to do. They can't do voice act- acting for every single uh, every single one. You I think all 721 Pokemon? We. I don't think... I don't think... I'm not going to go as far as saying I don't think we will ever see voice acting in a mainline Pokemon game, but I do not believe we will see ma- voice acting in a mainline Pokemon game that is on a handheld. Okay. That is as far as I will go. Because you don't know if there's going to be like... Because I don't know what the hell the NX is. The That's NX. why. Yes. Because I don't know what that thing is. If it's both, then who knows? All bets are off. But we will see. Yes. Uh, we're not done yet. Okay. So, uh, last week we talked about... <laughs> po- uh, it's all Pokemon related, by the way. Okay. So, last week we talked about how uh, Hong Kong was all up in arms. Yes. Up the but, translations and names. Yes. Um, specifically Pikachu. Yes. Well, Pokemon officially stated that Pikachu will remain Pikachu. Yeah. In the Mandarin version of the release, and not Pikachu, like it was going to be. Pikachu. Yes. Pikachu. Pikachu, probably. Pikachu. Yeah, Q-U-P-I-K-A-Q-U-I. Pikachu. That's not a bad name. It almost makes me. almost makes me think of a parakeet. Pika Q. It's Pika Q. Pika Q. Q I U. Q. Yeah. That's close. It's close, but, you know. Actual (laughs) translation. You know. Yes. And lastly, um, oh shit, I forgot to sell this. Uh, Okay, well, (laughs) lastly uh, in Pokemon news, uh, there was a Japanese election for Pokemon. What? Okay. It's in the rules. (laughs) All 721 Pokemon... Did you see cinnamon rolls? No, let me explain the rules. <laughs> oh. All 721 yeah. Pokemon... I'm excited for cinnamon rolls. All 721 Pokemon yes. were out there in the general election for <laughs> for people of Japan. Okay. And they got to vote on their, I guess, for, for favorite. What? Oh, okay. I was like, what, what is the end game here? That's it. I was at, there, I, from what right. I read, there was no criteria of... Weird. Of Pokemon. It's it just was just vote for Pokemon. It was rank your Pokemon. Rank the Pokemon. Yes. Okay. Got it. So it was a ranking. Yes. And so guess what I got number one? Uh Pikachu. No. What? 
Yes. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Pikachu was not number one. Um, Lucario. No. Mewtwo. No. God. Uh, and I, I have to get this. Um, I'll be disappointed in myself if I can't. I'll guess. give you a hint. Ash has this Pokemon. Too, too soon for Greninja, isn't it? Nope. The hell? It was Greninja. Wow, they really like Greninja. Yeah, apparently Greninja is so popular, wow. it won the popular vote. Wow. Man. Yeah. I mean, Greninja's pretty cool. Greninja's cool. I will give them that, but not as, not as cool as Pikachu. Right, but also, don't forget, in the TV series, they already have Ash Greninja. Right, I know. That's probably That's probably what it. pushed it it's over. probably part of it, for sure. Is yeah. That it's... There's a lot of Greninja in the franchise right now. Right. Whether you're watching the show, whether you're playing the games, there's a lot also of Greninja. Also in um, uh, Smash Brothers, they had Greninja. Uh, and in Tekken. And Tekken was a Greninja. Or sorry, Popokin. Po po yes. Greninja is a Tekken. popular character. Yeah, and so it's like, it's just, yeah, Greninja. It's like Greninja yeah. exploded. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, number two was Arceus. The god Pokemon. Yes. Yes. Number three was Mew. Oh, you okay. forgot to say Mew. I just forget Mew. I said Mew too instead. Yes. And number four was Pikachu. Thank God. At least Pikachu the top five. That'd be disappointing if yes. it wasn't. Uh, the two that I thought you would name would be Charizard. No, because I knew you were talking about Japan. Right. See if it was an if it was this was a American poll, you bet your butt that Charizard is in the top five. Yep. There's no way around that. Everybody here loves Charizard because we're freaking Americans. And we like dragons that breathe fire. fire. Yes, and flies. And it flies. It's officially a flying dragon. And now. also, it's in the. <laughs> and also, it's in the official. It's in the. It's the in the original 150, which is all America cares about. Yep. So there's that too. Yeah. Charizard number nine, and probably the number one that would top the American list for most like Pokemon. Yeah. Eevee. I don't know. Over Pikachu. I would say Pikachu is your one. Eevee's your two. Maybe. I would think. Yeah. But Eevee in there at number 12. Wow. Yeah, that's not too low. Yeah, look at that. And it's also okay. Mewtwo, you mentioned, number 10. Yeah, okay. So top this Mewtwo's 10 in top 10. Top 10? Yeah. Well, because I remember they did a smaller poll the, uh, like a few months ago. It was just like, who is the most handsome Pokemon? <laughs> and Mewtwo won that. Uh, Again, in Japan. Right. Because, good good lord, no other country would do a, do a <laughs> poll to decide who the most handsome Pokemon was. <laughs> Really? It's not Snorlax? <laughs> Somehow it's, it's not, not Snorlax. Is that No, it's not, unfortunately. It's not, uh... It's not, uh... Kalucha? It's not, uh, Mr. Mime, either. <laughs> Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime. He's, he's number one in my heart. Okay, we need to end, end this podcast. Alright, let's end this on a good note. Alright. Telltale Games! Yeah, what they're doing. What they doing? They announced two games. Okay. One is Walking Dead Season 3 will right. return this fall. Okay. And two... Uh, Telltale Games will do Batman. Yeah. Yep. They'll have Batman the Telltale Game coming this summer to look forward to. And with that, we shall wrap up this long, long podcast that I yep. called at the beginning. Good lord, you were right. Yep, we're almost hitting the two-hour mark. Uh, and the sad part is, is all our best materials in this one. We're going to convince Wait. absolutely no one to listen to this. We're not done yet. Oh, God. I have Uncharted 2 review. Uncharted 2? Uncharted 2 review. Did I just go back in time? <laughs> I, okay, so I played Uncharted 4. We'll make this brief because I already talked about this. Yes, and basically I agree with everything Matt said. You liked it. 
I liked it a lot, just like Matt. I applauded when this game ended. Did you have anything to add about the, how you felt about this game? Mm. Noting to the audience that he has not played two. Yes, I did not play two, but I know what happens in two. I know what happens in one. Right. The only game I played was three, mm. and now four. But no, this game was pretty much perfect. I loved. I do want to say that. No, I'm not even going to say that. No. <laughs> I was going to play about the puzzles, but no. No, no, they were okay. No, no, they were good. They were good. Yeah. Maybe a little easy. Maybe. And I only say that because I am terrible at puzzles, and I didn't have a single problem with any of them. Right. So. Oh, yeah, that was my problem. They was were that, probably pretty easy. No, no, my only problem was that <laughs> I knew where the story wanted me to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, I had... ran to that uh, a few times. I ran a few times up. I know this is where the, like, switch has to be or where we're supposed to go. But I have to activate everything else in order for the story to right. activate itself. The game is designed for people to not necessarily figure things out in three seconds like you did. Right. And so it's designed for you to try things before you figure it out. And it's basically designed to, hey, we're going to wait for the player to try the obvious thing and then do the not-so-obvious thing. But you saw the not-so-obvious thing beforehand in a lot of these cases and then did not trigger the cutscene right. or trigger the conversation that would happen otherwise. Correct. Yeah. That would be my only thing. Yeah. That I was too... I don't want to say jumpy for the game. Yeah. Sure. I, I tried to jump ahead of what the game wanted me to do. I didn't like that it said, oh, you have to do this, you have to do this before in order to trigger everything else, but eh, what am I going to do? I had to do it anyways. I mean, I called it, but, you know. That's my only complaint. Other than that, this game is perfect. Probably the best game I've played this year. That's including the... Yes, it's The Witness. Mm -hmm. And I love The Witness. You do love The Witness. I do love The Witness. Although, true. my game of the year will be, no matter what, Kingdom Hearts 2 HD oh, Pro. shut up! <laughs> Coming this December! Ah. Being released this December. Okay, kill it. Alright, we're, we're, we're ending on this. Let's end on that note. 2.8. Welcome to Media Boat 2.8. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Please, 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 please subscribe. Please, somebody. God damn it. Uh, also, if you want to follow our Facebook page, we update with news stories every once in a while. So uh, leave us comments and stuff on yep. there. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're Media Boat Cast. And uh, that'll probably do it. So yeah, next week. Next week, catch another episode. All with us. E next week's gonna be our big, big video E3. game review. So if you thought E3. this one was long, just wait. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna do lights on everything else, just so we can yes, delve deep into please E3 because there's gonna be a lot of video game news to cover. So I'm sure. I'm sure. So yeah. Uh, in the meantime, uh, yeah. Thanks for in the meantime. Listening. Go back. Listen to other to our older podcast yeah, episodes. Let's do them again. Yeah. Even though if, you, if you've already heard them, listen to them again. Or three times, I don't know. Yeah, or if you haven't heard them, <laughs> start from the beginning. We do this progressively every week. If you, Like uh, NBC in the 90s, if you haven't heard it, it's new to you. Yep. All right, All right. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.